You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 80. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Happy Friday. We've had a great week. I do want to tell you that I do have a list of follow-up questions for Jeremy Soin that I'm going to ask him. So if you haven't already given me your question from the episode, two episodes ago when I interviewed him about the current changes with Face Reality, um, let me know. You can DM me at esthetician.coach on Instagram or email me at info at blhbeauty.com. So I just want to make sure I put that in there. If there's any other questions you have, I'm going to submit them to him shortly. So let me know. I also wanted to tell you before we jump into today's episode about another workshop that I have, another free workshop. It's just a one-day workshop this time because it's about holiday help with holiday stress. And since we're in fourth quarter, I want it to be as helpful for you in a short amount of time as possible. So it's October 17th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a webinar. You can come on and listen. I'm going to do about 10 minutes of teaching and planning with you. And then I have the rest of the time to coach you on anything in your business. So if you're like, what is coaching? What does that look like? What does that mean? How does that help my business? That is that part of that, of the webinar. And the topic is going to really be about how to get things done in the holiday season without adding more stress and while still making lots of money. We have this perception that we have to work overtime and do all these things around the holidays for our clients. And it's just not true. And it's also not helpful. It doesn't help you or your client. And so, but I also understand that desire to really want to love on your clients at the holidays and make as much money as possible. And this is, it's a very delicate balance. I had two very busy holiday seasons before, you know, COVID and all the things. And I ended up having a baby and moving that whole story. If you don't know it, I I left San Diego because the baby, whatever, all the things, It's, it's it's a story. I'm not currently in San Diego anymore with my acne clients, but I had two holiday seasons and the first holiday season I was completely overwhelmed and stressed and exhausted by the time Christmas and New Year's came around. And the second holiday season, I added, I did some things differently and it was such a more manageable, such a more fun and um, profitable time. And so those are the things that I'm going to be teaching in this workshop. Very simple strategy, not something that is going to take a lot of time or energy from you. And it's really a lot of mindset shifts and being very purposeful with our time. And I, I really will t- walk you through exactly how to do that. So if you want to sign up for that, it's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Um, and now let's talk about today's episode. 
We're going to talk today about how to specialize in your business. This I'm going to be specifically talking about specializing in acne because that's my jam. But I know some of you that are listening are not acne specialists and you can use this for anything. If you want to specialize in sugaring or, or in facials or in any other thing, honestly, if you do hair or if you want to specialize in, you know, highlighting or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter if you're in the beauty industry. We are going to just talk about how to specialize and the steps that I teach my clients um, if they want to specialize in acne. So let's get on with that. Okay, step one, specializing in your business. I'm Again, I'm going to use acne, but you can, you can use this for anything that you want to specialize in. And I actually got this as a, a question. A listener emailed me this question, and she actually doesn't want to specialize in acne, which is amazing. Um, so I actually told her I was going to do this podcast. So it's really for her, but I know that many of you this will be helpful for. So step one, you decide that you want to specialize in something. And I honestly think this may be the hardest part <laughs> because you may have decided, you know, in your car driving to work, like, you know, I really hate facials and I only want to do waxing or I hate waxing and I only want to do facials or I hate doing massage on facials. That was me. I only want to do acne. Whatever it is, it kind of comes to you. that This is what you really want to do. And then right after you make the decision, what ends up happening is a lot of fear and doubt and your brain starts to find evidence why it's not going to work and why it won't work for you. And even if it's worked for other people, it's actually a really horrible idea. And you may actually tell people you want to specialize like I did. And those people may tell you it's a terrible idea. I got told that a lot unless by, I was told that by a lot of people when I told them I'm specializing in acne. And a lot of those people told me you, you're throwing money away by not like promoting facials and other services. Because if I'm going to go to someone, I want to get my eyebrows waxed and a facial and whatever. But my people that I knew that suffered from acne really bad as a teenager and a young adult were like, oh my gosh, that's the best idea. <laughs> right? But the people that were the facial clients, they they never really had acne. So they weren't my they weren't my ideal demographic, right? So you're if you make the decision you want to specialize, there's gonna be a lot of drama in your brain and your brain's going to be so good at finding reasons why specializing is a terrible idea, but that's okay. Okay. We just like, if you're one of my clients, you know, this, we talk about this all the time. Like it's okay. If your brain presents that this is a horrible idea, that's its job to protect you, but you get just to decide if you want to believe your brain or not. You can totally believe your brain. It's totally okay. But you can also be like, you know what? It actually is a good idea because I really hate doing massage and I really just want to focus on acne. I love my acne clients and I'm always like, oh, there's another facial today. Like I'm, it's very clear to me what I like and don't like, right? I don't recommend specializing. I know that you, you hear this a lot. People say, you know, that the riches are in the niches or whatever. And like, just because you want to make more money, of course, that can be the case. And that's often the case. But if you're just doing it to make more money, you may get burnt out from doing the service. I think it needs to be something that you absolutely love doing so that when you're doing it again and again and again and again, you're not burned out. Like I never got tired of doing extractions. Someone walked in with like a face full of blackheads. I was like, yes, thank you. This is the best day ever. I was never like, oh man, I have to do more extractions. That never went through my head. 
right? And so you have to make sure it's really what you like to do. You may actually start specializing and realize you hate it. I wanted to specialize in doing makeup and I do love doing makeup, but I hate the travel of makeup. I hate the mess of makeup and I hate the like, do we make up in these high pressure situations like weddings where people are like crazy? <laughs> so I, even though I liked the actual, you know, makeup application, I didn't like all the other parts of it. So you may also decide you want to specialize in something and then realize you hate it and that's okay too. I just want to tell you that right now. You may have decided you want to specialize in acne and you hate acne. That's okay. We don't judge you. We understand. Okay. So first you decide you're going to do it. Then your brain's going to have all these reasons why it's a horrible idea. Okay. The next step is to start telling people, your current clients, people that you just meet just randomly when they ask you what they, what you do, that you specialize in acne. I'm an acne specialist. I am an esthetician and I specialize in acne. I only work with acne. I know this may not be true. Do not stop doing your other services. So if you have like lash clients and waxing clients, do not just stop doing them unless your acne business is booming. You want to make sure your acne business can completely replace that income before you take stop taking those clients. So even though you're taking lashes and facials and waxing, but you want to specialize in acne, only talk about the acne. Do not talk about the other services. Again, don't don't completely eliminate those services, but also don't, but don't talk about them either. Okay. So I specialized in acne when I opened BLH Beauty in San Diego, even though 90% of my clients were facial clients because that's who followed me for my first job. And that was okay. That was, I even told them like, I'm, this business is specializing in acne. So if you know anyone who has acne, send them my way. That's what I specialize. That's what I just got training in. That's what I'm doing. So I literally told every single person. And it's because I was so excited about it. Even though I was nervous, like I didn't, I was nervous that I didn't know what I was doing. And I was nervous that like all the drama, right, that comes with specializing. Like I was afraid people wouldn't buy product and I give the wrong product and the wrong protocols and I would mess up on extractions and scar someone forever, right? Like these are fears that were real. Um, even though that those fears were there, the desire to become an acne specialist and only work on acne was so much stronger. And so I really leaned into that. And I used that as my excitement just to telling everybody, like, this is what I do. So again, when you tell people you maybe are specializing in acne, what will probably then happen is that again, your brain's like, you know nothing you took a class and you're not a specialist, you know nothing. <laughs> like you can't treat acne, you've never actually cleared someone, you know nothing. Your brain will totally offer this. I specialize in acne without having a before and after, in which I know a lot of people do. I didn't have a before and after yet. Cause I, even though I had worked with people in acne in my previous job, I hadn't been able to clear anyone cause the pro products and stuff we were using wasn't good enough. Um, so I didn't actually have any evidence that I could do it, even though I was doing it. So like, again, that may happen. Like maybe you're specializing in lashes and you've never done lashes on someone consistently to know that you're really good at lashes, but you know that you really want to learn and you're willing to like make mistakes and figure it out and work through it. One of my friends, I've talked about her a couple of times on this podcast. She does lashes. That's all she does in San Diego. And she's, absolutely phenomenal. She's ruined me. I can never get lashes from anyone besides her because they were unbelievable, but she just kept trying. So that meant she tried to glue on someone and their face 
you know, flipped out from it, she would she would fix it for them and she would figure out why it didn't work and get get it right. And she did that again and again and again and again until basically her methodology, the way she does it is completely flawless. But that was that was a pro, that was a process of trying and failing and trying and failing with the desire that she really wanted to learn this and become an expert at this. So that may happen to you as well. So just like keep that in mind, like you you may start telling people you're a specialist in acne and you're like, I'm a liar. I actually barely know anything. <laughs> That's okay. All right. I just want to tell you that. That's okay. Again, your brain's going to do that. So then the next step, you've decided you're going to become an acne specialist. You're telling people you're an acne specialist. You start booking people on acne and you start helping them get results and things like that, growing your acne program. And again, this you can use this for anything that you want to specialize in. Do not, I already said this before, but I'm going to keep saying it. Do not give up your other services that are making you money until you completely have enough money in your acne business and that your other services are just weighing you down. So I honestly did facials up until I closed BLH Beauty in San Diego for during COVID. I had my regular facial clients that I loved. I stopped taking facial clients about a year earlier. So I still, even though I specialized in acne, I still did my facial clients. And if they referred me to people or if someone just happened to go on my website and see I did facials, I would take them as a client. But I, again, I wasn't promoting facials at all. So I still took facial clients. I still did facials. And then I just stopped taking new facial clients once the business was, was enough. And then I just saw my, my regulars that I really loved. I could have also decided I didn't want to do facials at all anymore. It wasn't that many facials. It was for clients that I truly loved. And so for me, it wasn't a problem, but it's totally okay if you're like, I just don't want to do them at all anymore. I also did waxing when I started BLH Beauty and I completely eliminated waxing, like got rid of my wax pot, all my supplies, I was done. So you, there's no right answer. Just make sure that the money is completely taken care of before you start dropping services that are bringing you money. Now, if you have a wax pot and you have no wax clients, like I, I only had like three wax clients, <laughs> so they weren't bringing me money. It was not a good use of my time so that I just dropped it. But if like over half of your money is wax clients, don't drop it until you have so many acne clients, you cannot take their wax clients anymore. anymore. The last piece of this that I want to make sure you do if you want to specialize is like I said before, you want to tell everyone you specialize in acne. That includes your social media. So stop posting pictures of facials on social media if you want to do acne, right? Stop posting pictures of lashes if you want to just do acne. If you want to do lashes and acne, amazing. Totally do that. That's great. But if you want to just specialize in acne, do not post those pictures. So like I also did makeup for the first year, year of my business. And I did a lot of makeup and I almost never put it on my social media because I didn't want more makeup clients because <laughs> I didn't really like it. It was a good money maker. I was making lots of money with it, but it was not something I wanted to continue growing. And so I just didn't ever talk about it. I just went to work and did my makeup clients and went home and that was that, you know, and, and people knew I did makeup, but it wasn't like a secret, but I never, it was never on my social media or it was rarely on my social media. So same with you. So like if you want to be an acne specialist and you absolutely hate waxing, don't put an eyebrow wax on your on your social media. That is that is very confusing to your potential client or your current clients. They're like, wait, I thought you 
we're phasing out waxing and here's a waxing post. So just be really clear about what you want to do and what you want to attract. And also know it's not going to be overnight. You're not going to decide you're specializing in acne and then two days later have your books completely filled with acne clients. It takes time. It took me well into my first year. Well, actually well into my second year, I should say, till I really had regular acne clients and most of my clients were acne. It was mostly facial, mostly makeup, my first year in business, even though I said I was an acne specialist. I hope today was helpful. I just want to let you know that the biggest hurdle in specializing is your own brain. (laughs) It's your own thoughts, your own mindset, your own um, things that you've been told or you believed previously or that people around you tell you. Um, Like I said earlier in the podcast, and I've said this before on this podcast, like so many people were like, Brittany, that's a terrible idea. Specializing in acne, you will not make any money. And they were wrong, right? But they were also wrong because I just didn't choose to believe them. If I chose to believe them, they would have been right. I just chose to be like, you know, that may be true for you. Like you wouldn't be a good client for me, but that's not the client I want. I don't want someone who's never had a pimple in their life coming for me, coming to me. I wanted people that suffered from acne. That was who I wanted to help. So it anything can really be true if you just choose to believe it. And that's really what I work on with my clients is like really these beliefs that are holding you back from getting what you want. So if you are an acne specialist or you want to be an acne specialist, you're new, you're a newbie, that is what I do. That's my jam. I have a group coaching program. It's going to be opening soon. You can get in the wait list in the link in the show notes as well, um, where I talk about how I help people become confident being an acne specialist. And I really walk them through this process in an um, organized way that really can completely revolutionize the way you approach your business and feel about treating acne. So that is coming, um, opening up soon, but it was so amazing chatting with you today. I hope today was helpful. My DMs are always open at esthetician.coach on Instagram. And I'll talk to you next week. Have a fantastic week. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.